Welcome to a brand new or old episode of Bulls Ring. Depends when you're listening to this. Uh, it's, it's humid as fuck out right now. I don't know how it. Yeah, I don't know how it is up by you, but it, it's fucking disgusting out. I um, I went to a wedding on Friday, this previous Friday, and man, it was. Have you ever like? Have you ever felt humidity? It just felt like you were in like the fucking Vietnam jungle. That's my wedding. That's right. Your wedding. <laughs> I forgot about that. Your wedding was very humid, also. Yeah, that was like mm. the hottest day of the year. <sighs> fucking bugs just fucking flew right in my face. <laughs> For anyone who did not, uh, who missed that, because unfortunately asshole. we're not on video. But boy, oh boy, did you just? You had like a. Uh, it was like. A, no offense, a little bit of a girl moment right there. Mm. I, f- I hate bugs. I fucking hate bugs. And it flew right, like, I don't know what the fuck it was. Oh, I found, there it is. It's a lightning bug. Where it was called. It's on the table. I just fucking flung him. Fuck that dick. Uh, so, yeah, I remember, I forgot about that. Your wedding was disgustingly humid. Um... This one, it was my cousin's, uh, I had a guy, I went to a wedding about a month ago for my cousin Mike, he's been on the show before, he's a very big fan of the show. Uh, my other cousin, his sister, got married on Friday, uh, and her husband is a very big fan of this show also, so you, you were brought up many times on Friday. Okay, hopefully all good. Yeah, no, they're, they're very big fans of you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. <laughs> They're very big fans of you, but anyway, so it was it was so it rained, so it was so fucking humid. Like it was just like I was like uh, I was like a fat lady in a bakery, just like patting down my forehead with like a little handkerchief the whole the whole fucking night. Yeah, I got that now. I am uh, unfortunately I live near a uh, small stream, if you will, ditch, whatever you would like to call it. And um, the bitey bugs like to live there. And if I'm not in a uh, full burka here, I will get destroyed. And unfortunately, it is probably, I, I think, maybe around the mid-80s still, humidity-wise. And I'm in, uh, I'm in like, running pants and a hoodie, just so I don't get destroyed. Because it is, it's, it, if you could, if anyone could see my backyard now... You just said that you got attacked by a lightning bug. Mm-hmm. It looks like I'm at a, uh, a fish concert right now. <laughs> it is just, it is lit up. Do you smell weed? It's amazing, actually. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I did smell skunk last night when I was out here, but it was not the, uh, it was not the, the happy uh, kind? good kind. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, but, um, well, you live right next to the fucking woods. That's why you're like, you're like. Yeah, I'm in the woods. So, um, I've had, well, I, are you? I don't want to cut you off from your story of the humidity weddings. It's okay. I, I've got a few. I got a few tales here of my thing. So if you want to finish your uh, your wedding stories, I'll go on to my stuff, which has just been ridiculous out here the last few. Um, months. I don't have much really to tell. Uh, it Did was you get re- schnockered. What was that? Did you get schnockered? Well, here's the thing. So at my the last wedding I was at, I got really bombed, really really okay. bombed. And you know when I don't know if you know this, but when I get drunk, I'm a very good time. So yes. the uh, the bride made a request for me to get drunk, <laughs> so it could be a really good time. 
The problem was, it was so unbelievably fucking hot that every time I drank, it would just pour right out of me. So, so you just kept drinking and drinking? I, I would drink, but it got to the point where I, I did like a chick move. I started ordering um, vodka and clubs just because I needed like the high, like I just needed like something in me to like hydrate me because I was just thirsty. So I, I, I really didn't get drunk. Um, I got a little tipsy, uh, but not, I didn't get really shit faced. And it was actually kind of nice cause I actually ended up staying up later and like, uh, you know, me and my cousins and stuff, we had like a cigar and stuff. So it was kind of cool. Um, and another thing I wanted to bring up is that I'm very happy that cigars have really kind of been incorporated into weddings so yes. much. Like, like, I don't, did you, you didn't have a cigar guy at your wedding, correct? Yeah, like that. I don't think it was really a thing back then, but mm-hmm. now it's like every wedding I go to is always a cigar guy, and I I really like that because like it's like oh this is great this is something I could do like afterwards or like during cocktail hour or something like that. Well, so a, a cigar is a very social thing. It is and not like us when we just smoke alone. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it is. It's a very social thing. Well, I mean. You're having a cigar now. I'm having a cigar. All of our... Uh, anyone who might be listening could possibly be having a cigar. So you're technically having a cigar with us. So now it makes me wonder... Say, what's gonna... What is it gonna be like in another ten years from now? Is there gonna be, like, weed dealers at weddings? Because <laughs> that's, like... I feel like that's, like, the next evolution. <laughs> Depending on who the uh, bride and groom are... Very well be. I mean, you, you might. I could kind of see that happening. Like, there's like a joint roller at a wedding. <laughs> Maybe not 10 years, but definitely like in 20, 30 years from now. I have a feeling that might be like the next yeah, well, step. Instead of having an open bar, you just have, you know, a, a gonja lounge. <laughs> yeah. And think about it, you really wouldn't need that much. If it's like, say, its own little room, you could just like kind of hot box it in there. You could, yeah. But I, I think that might be like something that's. Will be like the next step of my. Well, if my daughter gets married. I'm ex. I'm extending that one. Well, you know, it's funny. You'll, you'll see a wedding venue that'll offer that. That'll be like the next thing. They'll offer it at a wedding venue, and then it'll pick up because that'll be the hot new thing. You yeah. Know, that'll be the new uh, gender reveal. Yeah. So. All right. Well, on to your. On to what you were gonna say now. Okay. As uh, Joe said, I, I kind of live, like, in the woods. I mean, not really in the woods, but there, there's definitely wooded areas by me. I'm not in a, uh, a densely populated... Oh, boy. There, there's technically two stories here. We're, uh, you know, we would come out and while the kids were in the pool, and all of a sudden we noticed, like, turds on our back patio. And we're like, where the fuck are these turds coming from? It's a single turd. And it's only like maybe an inch, inch and a half, mm-hmm. and it almost looks like a uh, like a piece of taffy. Like it's fat, and then it go- and, and the ends of them they kind of like come to like a little like point, almost like a mustache, like a, a handlebar mustache. But, but now straight. both ends come to a point, or just one end? Yes, both ends, both ends. Hmm. Okay. So I'm like, what the? So my wife's like, it's got to be a fucking cat. I'm like, ah, I'm like, I'm sitting there. We clean it all, or we wipe it, and it, like, kind of, like, just disintegrates. Like, it just, like, you know in, like, movies, like, in uh, Avengers, when 
they turn to like dust. It kind of like just disintegrates like that. It like it just there's no s- solidness to it. So I'm like, I can't see that. So my mom calls up one of my neighbors who has a farm, and they're like, yeah, well we have feral cats. Like someone dropped it off because it's a farm, so they must have thought you know like oh farm cats they could use it. So there's these feral cats that run around, and the one night I'm I go and I'm out here having a cigar. And this is when I started thinking it was a feral cat. So I'm, I'm out having a cigar. We had like this infamous pooping on the backyard. So I look out my front window. to I always go and I check the front door and make sure it's locked. And I see something kind of moving out there. So I turn on the, the ring camera. And there's a cat sitting out in between. Like, you know where my front porch is? Like, in between the two pillars there, he's just standing there. Hmm. And he's just like hanging out. And I'm watching him for like 20 minutes. He doesn't move. He's just he's just kind of like just chilling there. So I'm like, whatever. I'm like, maybe it is the cat. And I'm like, maybe a feral cat has a different diet, so that's why the poop's kind of like dusty, if you will. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I'm very curious about this. So now, and then all of a sudden we get a stain on our stairs, like on the uh, paver bricks, and it's like a it's like a dark stain. So I'm like, maybe this fucking cat shitting and pissing all over our backyard, like this cocksucker. Hmm. So. I'm looking into it, and the next night, like, we clean it off the next night. You know, I don't, I'm out here having a cigar late. I see a possum walking up along my neighbor's fence line by their pool. I'm like, ah, that's weird. You know, I haven't seen a possum out here in a while. So, I see, my wife sees some baby raccoons the next day. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, we're in, like, fucking the friggin' jungle out here. So all of a sudden I start really thinking about it and I look up scat now. I'm looking I'm, I'm looking up all fucking raccoon shit, skunk <laughs> shit, uh, all this all this shit and it ends up being I find out that it's an uh, a possum. So now I'm reading up on it. I find out that they don't like ammonia. So now I take mm. I go to the hardware store. I buy like fucking 3 gallons of ammonia. It smells like a goddamn litter box back there. <laughs> but like I don't want, like it, it's like the lesser of two evils back here. I, I, I'm smelling ammonia. Or I got fucking shit all over the place back here. So we haven't had any poop lately. So I'm going to see. Every night I've been laying out more ammonia. Because apparently possums don't like ammonia smell. Well, cats, to mark their territory. Well, you have a cat, so you know this. They pee and their piss smells like ammonia. Yeah. So the cat might be kind of marking its territory. And maybe that could kind of... Well, that, that's what's probably happening now. Probably this fucking now. Now we got rid of the uh, the possum. Now the fucking cat's gonna come and start using this place. It might. Might be a thing. It's a big litter box. So it's just it's like ridiculous. It's, yeah. So then, the other night I'm sitting out here having a cigar. Like I'm telling you, the, the, I'm out here having a cigar. And you know where I sit back here, right? Yeah. You've seen kind of where my setup is. Mm-hmm. I face the house because. Um, We've had bears. There's also bears back here. Uh, and I kind of place my chair where I'm, like, in a straight shot. to the. I don't want to have to, like, get up and kind of turn around. I want a straight shot to the door in case a bear comes out. Right. Nothing in the way. Nothing in the way. And I kind of have to turn my back to the backyard. So I'm facing the house with the backyard to my back. But, like, every 30 seconds I turn around just to make sure a bear ain't fucking standing behind me ready to fucking ass rape me. So I'm sitting there and... I'm, you know, I'm looking back. I don't see anything. I'm playing a game on my phone. I'm, uh, I'm having a cigar. 
and all of a sudden, out of the corner of my eye, I turn around. The fucking feral cat is literally sitting right behind me, <laughs> like a foot away from me, just staring at me. And like, <laughs> what the fuck sh- are you doing I, I out here? I almost, I, I almost shit my pants here. I literally like jumped out of my chair because I didn't know what it was. I didn't know if it was a skunk. I didn't know if it was a fucking raccoon. I, I had no clue what it was, but it was the cat. So then he like runs to the end of the patio, which isn't very far, maybe like 10 feet away. And he's just staring at me. And I'm like, this cocksucker has no fear of me. I'm like, this must be one badass motherfucker because he, for being a feral cat, like you would think they'd be skittish of all humans. This guy didn't give a fuck. If he, I bet you he was trying to kill me. In probably another 10 seconds, he would have came up and, like... Stole your breath? Me, slip, yeah, like, slip my... Yeah, got, yeah, exactly. Stole your breath? Yeah, stole my breath. But, yeah, that happened. Hmm. So that that was, like, three nights ago. Then last night, I'm out here, and my mom comes out to let out her dog, and as soon as she... She kind of walks up to my... Like, behind me, like, up on the hill where, the, where my shed is, and all of a sudden... Like, I just get a waft of fucking skunk. And I'm like, son of a bitch, did she just did she just get sprayed? And she's like, oh, God, I smell it, I smell it. I'm like, so the whole night last night, like, my night was ruined because every every now, like, three seconds, I'm turning around, make sure a skunk ain't going to try to spray me. It stinks. I literally just lit it like a big, fat scar. I'm like, God damn it. So, like, it's just been ridiculous out here. Tonight, you know what? I'm on with you. You're going to see me get mauled by the fucking bear. He's going to come up behind me and fucking maul me, and you're going to be able to witness it. And you'll you'll hear it on the show. Well, technically... That, that, I, that, I, I, that's I, the natural progression we've been having. Well, technically, I won't be able to witness it because it's pitch fucking black. All I see is your pool. <laughs> that's all I see. Yeah, you'll see him coming up from the pool. You'll just see him right here. He's going to come up here, and you're just going to see a fucking paw come and just take me Why out. don't you just put the fucking light on, then? That way you can they, they'll I, see you, and they won't come near you. I have the spotlight on. That's why you see the pool in the back. Yeah. I have the big spotlight on so I can see the backyard. But the lights above me, underneath that overhang, I have off because if I have them on, the bugs will come and get me. Gotcha. But the spotlight on, the spotlight is up on the second floor, so all the bugs gravitate up there and they mm-hmm. stay away from me for the most part. It, it's like I live in a fucking... It's yeah. ridiculous here. I'm well, like in Jurassic Park, but instead of it being dinosaurs, it's just every fucking woodland creature coming to kill me. So, you know, it's funny you mentioned, like, something behind you. So, now, you see my setup out here. I face the house, and my back is turned toward, like, the neighbor's house behind me. So, about a week ago, it's late. It's, like, 1030, and I think it was, like, on a Friday night or Saturday night, I think. So, you're staying up late? Well, on Friday, Saturday nights, yeah, I, I stay up late because I, I have, you know, I don't have to worry about work the next day. Um... Now, underneath, there's, I'm, I'm on a porch, so, like, there's underneath the porch, there's, like, a bunch of rocks down there. So, I'm sitting here, all of a sudden, I hear rocks moving behind me. So, I let it go at first, and it keeps happening. So, I'm like, what the fuck is that? Because there's, there's a groundhog that lives underneath the deck, like, the, the bottom part of the deck, he lives underneath it. But he doesn't really come out at night. Okay. So, I hit... The, like the barricade behind me like the like the you know the the railing and it stops okay then it happens again so I hit it and now I'm being freaked out because I'm a <laughs> I don't know what it, it's probably either a possum or a raccoon either way I don't want to know so I shine the light like I like peek over and I shine the light and I don't see anything so I sit back down and I'm 
I have a little bit of my cigar left. I'm trying to smoke as fast as possible. I hear the fucking rocks again. And I said, fuck this. I don't care what it is. I'm fucking out of here. So I pack up my shit and I go inside. So I don't know what was behind me, but it it, it, it was spooking me. And I, We had a, a couple of years ago when no one lived in the house behind us. There used to be a fox back there. Like, he lived back okay. there. So, I mean, I don't think it's it's him. He's probably dead by now, but... uh. Yeah, I'm afraid to be a fucking raccoon. The thing jumps up and like gets me. So, so I got you fucking bolted inside. I'm like, I'm not, I'm done. Well, that's kind of. <laughs> that's what kind of happened with me last night because not only did I smell the skunk, but in kind of in front of my neighbor's uh, pool, there's it used to be a uh, a big lilac bush, but kind of some of the lilacs died. Right. And so, and a maple tree took over. Okay. Nope. I'm worried that he's gonna come out, and it and it gets dark on that side of the house. So I have a flashlight, and I kind of just I don't want to flash it there because it's gonna hit the neighbor's house. I don't want them to think like I'm I'm like flashing their house, but like I gotta make sure that something ain't gonna jump out at me here. Yeah. And it's it's rustling and everything. You know what? Fuck this. It's not worth it. I'm like I'm going inside. I'm like I I, I cut my cigar. I cut my loss. I'm like I'm out of here. Because it was, it was getting to the point where, like, it was getting loud. And I'm like, if this is like a, my luck, it'll be like a family of something. And I'm going to mm-hmm. get hit from every angle. And there ain't enough tomato juice in the world to save me. Yeah. So it, 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 like I said, it's, it's, the last week has been a fucking animal adventure back here. And all yeah. I'm trying to do is have a cigar. You're just trying to have it's a just, peaceful it, night. It, yeah. You. And it's actually been, like, warm where I could not have to wear what I'm wearing, but again, if not, then I get beat up by fucking every biting bug known to man. Yeah, that's the bad part about summer is that, like, you know, you're, you're you're out here having a cigar and you can finally enjoy it without freezing your ass off, but you have to deal with the fucking, like, the wildlife. That's where I almost prefer having cigars in the winter, because then I know, like, if, as long as I, like, kind of stay in, like, a, a tight-knit spot, I, I, like, I'm warm. Like, I can, I can deal with the cold. I can't deal with the heat, and I can't stand the fucking worried about the friggin' wildlife back here. Same here. So I, see, like, what it is right now, it's, like, it's, like, disgusting. It's it's humid. It's a little humid and hot, and I hate it. Like, right now, I'm, like, mm-hmm. I, was, I don't know if you saw me. I was fanning myself off. I wish I had a fan out here, but it caused too much noise. The fall is my favorite yeah. time to have a cigar. Like, yes. it's, it's, I have a hoodie on and, like, you know, my sweats, and, like, I'm comfortable. That's the only time I actually really enjoy having a cigar. The only time of year. So. Yeah, I, I, I'm, like, kind of already over, like, summer. Because, again, like, we have no money because of the car, the pool, all that. We have no money. So, like, we aren't going on any trips. Like, yeah. We, we took a, me and my wife took uh, a week and are coming up in August to do stuff. But, like, we ain't got no money to go anywhere, you know. And it's just, like, I wish this was over. I just want to get the fucking full. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'll be here before you know it. Mm-hmm. Um. So I I mentioned um. You know I was at a wedding. I was talking to my cousin, and he was talking about what you t- said on that last one, the one before about all the payphones being taken out of Manhattan. And he informed me that in the Bronx, there's still some payphones left. Really? But they're they're not they're they're in no working condition whatsoever. But the the you know the the booth itself is still there. 
Okay. Yeah, so there's still so, so there are some still out there. Well, actually, yeah, in in where I work in uh, the place where I work, there's actually still a payphone with the phone in that. It's not like a like the one that was taken out of Manhattan was kind of like a, you could stand underneath it in the rain and not get wet. Yeah. This is just one that's kind of like almost like a fire extinguisher type one. Yeah, yeah. It's just like on, it's like on like the corner street, right? Tom. Not active. I mean, it's yeah, but it's it's still technically there. Yeah, that's so. what he said. He said like they're still they're still standing, but like you know, I, I don't know if he he didn't really go into detail, but he said they're just not working anymore. They're like decommissioned. Yeah, yeah. Like who knows if the phones are even attached anymore? Someone probably took it for a weapon or some shit. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, he said there's some, there's still some where he is. So I, I found that to be interesting. I couldn't I couldn't wait to tell you. That's why I told you to remind me of pay phones on Thursday. Yes. So. Well, I mean, speaking of the city and just the complete uh, toilet bowl that it is, um, did you see this? It, it happened, I don't know if it was last week or maybe the beginning of this week, but a uh, there was a bodega worker. I don't know if he was the owner of it, but he was working at the bodega. And some guy comes in behind the counter and pretty much, like, robs the place. Like, you know, he takes money by physical force. And the bodega worker, owner, whatever he was ends up like kind of fighting back I don't know if the guy had a weapon or if he was just using his personal you know like his hands like you know personal weapons kick and punch and whatever they end up not charging the guy who robbed the place they charged the bodega owner like we are we are fucking disintegrating into a world of fucking lawlessness and you know what at this point in time I'm almost kind of like let it happen we almost like need this to happen right because, you know what, let it get so, let it turn into, like, uh, Escape from New York, where it's just a fucking, a total dump, no one goes there, and, like, almost rebuild it. Like, we almost have to, like, rebuild anymore, because it's just, it's absolutely insane what is going on. Yeah. Do you think that would ever, like, kind of, I don't know, maybe not Manhattan, but do you think they'd ever, like, decide to do something like that, like, uh... Like an escape from New York, or like, like, like some kind of like, they just kind of like cut penal off. Colony? What was that? Like a penal colony? Yeah, get something like that where they just kind of like they just wash their hands of like an island and say we're just gonna send every hardened criminal to this island. Just Alcatraz. fucking yeah. Well, well, not not so much that. I'm talking about more like, like where escape. they just live as a society. Yeah, but and just let them fucking kill each other off, and they can't harm anybody. They're on an island; they can't get off. Like they can only yeah. people can only get on by like an airplane or a boat or some shit like that. Or they're criminals and they get like fucking airlifted in. That's what I mean. Like something like something along those lines. Like I just I've always wondered if that's something that would ever happen. Like these days, I don't know. You'll probably get fucking protesters about it. <laughs> that's inhumane yeah, that's, or some well, that's shit. The thing, you know. I could see where victims go there. Mm-hmm. You know, like, like all like the people who want law and order. Let's just go to like this one state where like we just put up a wall and let every other state just turn into fucking anarchy because it, it's it's absolutely ridiculous what's going on anymore. Yeah, I mean, I, we see it all the time, and especially being here in New York where they got rid of the bail. Like, it, I read in the paper, I see on like online or in the news, like, it, if not every day, multiple times a day where these people are just, like, 
they they get in, they're drunk in a car accident. They kill a person, and then they're walking the street like three hours later. Like, what the fuck is going on? And people are are going nuts about this. Yet, no one cares about like the victim here. No one cares about the victim. It's just insane. You hear about you know, it's the same thing with uh, how all these cities were burning a few summers ago. But all they worry about is January 6th, January 6th. Mm-hmm. It's just absolutely fucking insane. It is. It really is. And I mean, they have, they, they're starting to bring up this uh, 9-11 committee and all this. Did you see this uh, this chick, this Cassidy Hutchinson? No. I mean, I guess you could say she's a whistleblower, you know, for, for them and saying, you know, Trump... what. I don't even want to say she's a whistleblower. She may, she goes and tests before a congressional can pretty much consider hearsay information. Like she heard from a guy who heard from a neighbor who heard from the dogs, walkers, cousin, sisters, uncles, brothers, friend that like something was going to happen. Like it, it, and these people, and you'll go, like, online, like, I'll go on to, you know, social media, and I'll look at it, and people are like, oh, my God, she's such a reliable witness, and you're like, in what fucking, uh, maybe in a kangaroo court, but we've, again, where law and order happens, where actual witness to crimes happen, where testimony, ca- like, we have, it's absolutely insane what's going on, and all this, and this chick was like, I understand where you have interns, but she was at the time maybe, like, 22 years old. Mm-hmm. I get that there's, co- but like she should, to me, she was a 22 year old, if you will, college intern or post college intern, working like in the White House, like right in the right in the thick of things. Why are we like, why are we allowing this? Like to me, honestly, like are these people vetted? Is there any like? I, I just don't understand that. I don't understand how someone that young could be an intern, that high up in essentially the biggest. Pol- situation you could get it's it, again what the fuck is going on with this do you want to know why she's up so do you want to know why do you want to know why she was up so high she's a hot piece of ass Be, that's that's exactly right she's attractive that's why you don't get some frump in there at 22 yeah. years old you saw a picture of her? <laughs> yeah i'm looking at it right now she's not I think, bad I think looking if you're you're an intern you should be like you should be half gargoyle so there's no accusations that's why I would hire. I just hire only chick. ugly people only in my cabinet. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want fucking. Yeah. I don't want to hear any fucking bullshit. That way, if something ever comes out, they're like, bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> you know. I want like I want a chick with like one eye. I want a chick with like eczema. I want. I, like, I, I don't want. It. I want like a Rose Kristansky. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you know. Exactly. Yeah. I no one knows who I'm talking about, I, but, but yeah. There's a few internal chuckles there. Mm-hmm. But it, Rose was probably well. She technically, I believe, is still working. She worked. That's a hard worker. See, that's a hard worker. She worked at Shoprite when my mom worked there. Mm-hmm. My mom worked at Shoprite like fucking 45 years ago. She worked there then. She's still working there today. Yeah, God and bless when her. When my mom worked there, she was still like 70. She, I think she, she was, was seventy then. She, she, uh, yeah, she was at least seventy when we worked there. She's got to be like close to ninety mm-hmm. now. <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. the woman doesn't age. She really doesn't. 
she does not age. I mean, she aged up until 70 and then stopped. Because <laughs> she, she she's does. like Benjamin Buttons. She, yeah. she, at, at 23, she was 70 years old and has not aged a day since. Yeah, I mean, goddamn. Good for her. Um, but you talk about, uh, apparently Cassidy is in hiding, I'm reading right now. She's in hiding after her testimony. So, who knows? Uh, you know what it is? Right now, she's just building her library for OnlyFans. That's all this is. I guarantee you'll see this chick on there. She'll be, like, offered, uh, you know, $7 million to pose for play. There, there's going to be something. There's got to be a play here. Because, essentially, if yeah. you're doing this at 25 years old, you're ruining your political career. And that's essentially what she... I mean, you're an intern in the White House. Mm-hmm. You're... Life goals is to have some sort of politics in there. So either she's going to be doing that or she's going to be trying to get a job at, like, CNN. I could see that one. I could see that. And when all that dries up and no one cares about her anymore, then it's the only fan route. What are you saying? As we speak right now, um, <laughs> I had just gotten... We have a, we have, do you, do you have a ring camera in your house? Yeah. You have one. So you know, like, where, are you set up with the neighborhood setting? Uh, I believe so, yeah. Like, if someone walks by, it, it hits it? Well, no, like, if you, like, if you, if, I guess if you set it up where you can be, like, you're notified of stuff that happens in the neighborhood. So if there's, like, a prowler, like, oh. a block away, you'll be, like, it, like, it's almost like a, a social group within RIN. To let you know of, like, things that are happening locally. Right. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I just got a notification that there's a fucking bear walking around the place. Just moseying on by. That's what, that was what the thing was. It said moseying on by. Fucking bear. Man, you might have foreshadowed yourself. Yeah, I'm telling you, this thing's gonna fucking wall me tonight. I swear to Christ. I think maybe you should put the fucking light on. Yeah. Well, I'm telling you, I, I, I had to bring my fucking guns out here. It's it's absolutely ridiculous. Like I said, I'm 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 living in freaking uh, jungle habitat here. Uh, um. So since we last spoke, um, Stranger Things has uh, they released their last two episodes. Uh, I know you watch it like the day both episodes the day of, which is I don't know how the fuck you did that. It's like four hours of fucking <laughs> of Stranger Things. I uh, I spread mine out over the course of the weekend. <clears throat> Cause I'm, uh, I I can't I can't watch four hours of Stranger Things. <laughs> I can't. It, it's just too much sometimes. Uh, so I guess spoiler alert from here on out. I mean I'm pretty sure most of the world has already watched it, so I guess it doesn't really matter. Um, so why don't you uh, why don't you give your little take on it? Even though I know your take, why don't you tell everyone else your take on it? Okay. Okay. Here we go. Tom's negativity I've talked corner. to a lot of people about this. I've talked to a lot of people about this, and a lot of people liked this season. Some people said it was the best season they ever seen. It, I I really really enjoyed it. I liked it a lot. I don't know if I put it above season three, um, but I definitely would put it above season two and maybe above season one. That's how much I liked it. I liked it a lot. I liked the storyline. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. I liked the storyline. There were just things about this season that I didn't like that made it drop down the rankings a lot. Okay. To where it was probably my least favorite season. Hmm. And hear me out. Season one, you're setting up the story. So the season, every season one, unless it's just something that's like never been seen before, mm-hmm. 
really kind of has to set the stage. So season one, I think when you rank it in regards to a multiple season series, it's very hard to put into a ranking on that aspect. Season two was very good. It was very action-packed. Season three was very nostalgic for me, so I enjoyed that. Mm -hmm. This season... I had a lot of I had a lot of I had a lot of issues with it. I had a lot of issues with it, and that really knocked it down the rankings. Um, I did not like the long kind of story chunks that they had, where like you would watch and it would be like twenty minutes of Hopper, you know, in Russia, mm-hmm. and then it would then it would skip to like something else for maybe like a few minutes, and then it would hop back for another long one, and it, like it was just it didn't flow very well to me. It seemed like it was very, like, choppy, if you will, mm-hmm. when it came to the storytelling. And I get they have essentially three different stories going on within one, so it makes it very hard. Mm-hmm. But I didn't like the the choppiness of it. Um, I did not like how they make Eleven to be out this, like, almighty, powerful, whatever whatever she is. Like, because we really haven't even established what she is. You know, is she genetically modified is she a gifted child like we've never really kind of established that we don't know what her like essentially origin story is yeah we do what are you talking about well like I get that she you know she has a mother we know that but like we don't know what her we I guess the best way of saying it is we know how one got made if you will Mm -hmm with his powers but they don't really kind of I think I I still haven't grasped how they all got these powers after the fact well experimentation they experimented on the kids yes but is it were they chosen as this like being born were they Mm. automatic like when they were born were they injected with something were they trained like there's still that like how it happened that's that is that is leaving me and she's supposed to be this all-powerful person, but then she's getting her ass kicked, like, a lot in this season. And then when she, like, it almost, if you will, very Hulk Hogan-like, you know, he, she'd win a little bit, she'd lose, all of a sudden she'd, you know, Hulk up, and then win real quick. Mm-hmm. And I didn't like that. It, yeah, yeah. I, for I, someone who's supposed to be so powerful, she didn't really, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't a dominant thing. Well, this is the thing I kind of got from that is that she's yeah she's powerful, but she hasn't learned yet how to tap into that. Like you know when Mike, she heard Mike say that he loved her, and she kind of like I don't know the power the power of love helped her. I, I don't know, but I think she just power graceful. Yeah, I, I don't think she's able to knowingly tap into tap into like how strong she can be. Um, cause he, she's young, like she's not really matured yet. So like her powers are probably still kind of like buried underneath somewhere. So that's kind of how I took it. Like she, it's just, it's like an untapped resource so far. And I think the okay. next season you might see her as all powerful and I, I don't know. I mean, who knows? But, uh, <clears throat> that's how well, I, that, that was like one, took it. That was one of my, right. Uh, the one thing I did like is they brought out. Um, Murray, a few seasons ago, really kind of slow for like each season has one character that really 
stands out. You alright there? You alright? Did I freeze? <laughs> I, I, I can see you, but I don't know if you could see me. So I so I think what Tom was was saying is every season like this is kind I, of I'm, I, I, I'm back. Okay, I could see you. I could see you moving and everything. Yeah, I, and I'm looking at my phone. I got full thing of, of uh, Wi-Fi. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's me then. I don't know. Well, you know, what? I'm I'm using it. I'm using the original iPad, so that's probably what it is. <laughs> All right, so f go back to what you were saying. Um, every season, they seem to bring on one character that's really strong. Um, I liked when they brought in Bob, when they brought in Murray. This season, they brought in two characters that I thoroughly liked. I thought they were funny. I thought they were funny in the, the aspect of Argyle. I thought he was hilarious. Yeah. And Eddie was, to me, like, he's what I remember a lot of the 80s being. Yeah. Like, a lot of my cousins, I could see in them, a lot of my cousins' friends, because they were older than me. So they were around that age, or if not a little bit younger. But a lot, like, when I saw Eddie, I was like, wow, that's my cousin. I, I can distinctly remember that. Like, sitting in his room, watching Headbangers Ball, watching Remote Control, like, listening to fucking Metallica. Exactly what he was is what... I remember from my cousins being older, mm -hmm. me being the age of, you know, like the, the young guys, Mike and Dustin, and looking up to someone like Eddie, and I thought they did an amazing job with Eddie. I did, I did too. Uh, he's definitely become the standout character for this, for this season, and we're not the only ones that think that, like, they're on, like, on, online, like, people loved him, and people are really upset that he, uh, that he died. So. Yeah, I mean, to me, I think that they, they wasted a character on that. If, they, if that was his ultimate demise, I think they really, they dropped the ball on that. They did. If you look if you look back on it, though, like, you could see they definitely were leading up to that. Like, like it was like his redemption story. Like, you, you know, like the whole town, he was a drug dealer, and then the whole town was after him, and then it kind of, like, built up. And if you look back to how he was talking to Dustin, like, you know, tell him, don't, don't change and stuff like that, you could see that. Looking, you know, you know, hindsight, you could kind of see it a mile away that he wasn't going to make it out of this this season alive. Well, yeah, he, he you know, he said, I, I, I always, uh, I always run, I never fight type thing. Mm -hmm. And, but when he did that, there was really no need for it. Like he sacrificed himself for no reason. He didn't. And what they, they did, was, go ahead. What they did was the exact distraction that they needed. If they both would have jumped back into the normal world. It wouldn't have been an issue. They would have been right there. And what they're also saying is, why didn't they just play a big boombox and hook it up to some speakers? I mean, they really had all the speakers. Just hook it up to a boombox instead. I mean, maybe they just didn't know how to do how to do that. But that's kind of how. Um, that's kind of what a lot of people are saying is like it really was. There was no need for that sacrifice. And that's exactly it. If they just. And you got to think about it too. Dustin's in the uh, the AV club. He should know how to do all this mm. shit. This should have been done simple. 
I mean, the only thing that I would, I guess, the foreshadowing of it was when he always sat there and he went into the trailer and he looked at his guitar. Like, you kind of saw that too coming, like, the guitar is going to have something to do with it. Mm -hmm. I thought maybe he would use it as a weapon, like, sacrifice that as the weapon, not himself. And then it would have made sense because, again, that guitar had, like, jagged points on it. Like, if he, like, cracked it into his skull, that would have... You know, that would have been a little bit better. But, I, I don't know. I... So, there's a theory online about him. Um, so, I don't know if you know this, but they they play heavily on Dungeons & Dragons in the show. Mm-hmm. Like, they name a lot of the uh, the bad guys off of, I guess, bad guys in Dungeons & Dragons. And Vecna's one of the bad guys in Dungeons & Dragons. So, in the game... There is a character called Kaz the Bloody Handed, who is a vampire. He was bitten by bats, and he, he came back as a vampire, and he becomes Vecna right hand, Vecna's right-hand man. And he eventually turns on Vecna in the game. So now a lot of people are saying, and I, I could see them maybe doing this to kind of as a way to bring him back, like a, like a loophole. He might come back as, as a vampire... Or not a vampire, it's like some kind of like, uh, almost like Billy, I guess. Yeah. And uh, I guess it's, it might be a way to kind of bring him in. So that's that's the theory going on. And I kind of hope so, because, I mean, th- this is, he's probably the most popular character to come out of this show. <laughs> probably since, I guess, Steve in season two. Even that wasn't as, I don't think it was as, as popular as him. Like, people love this guy. And I can see why he was the best character. Like I, I was, I, t- I was talking to you when I was watching. I'm like, I'll be, I'll be pretty upset if this guy dies, and he died. And that's and unfortunately like, what happened. I knew it was going on, so I'm sitting there and I'm like, I can see you getting, uh, like, during certain parts. I'm like, oh, Joe, Joe liked that part. Joe liked that part. Ooh, he's got excited about that. I'm like, he's gonna fall in love with this guy. And I knew his demise at the end. And I'm like, uh, I, 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 I could almost wait. I was like, I know when you're gonna text me. Because as soon as he dies, you're gonna text me and be upset. And like I said, it, it you, you text me and you were you were upset about it. I was very upset. Yeah, I was very upset. I didn't I uh, I didn't like it at all. The problem with the show, the problem with the show is they they're too scared of killing off any of that original crew. So they keep bringing in these new people. They brought in Rudy in season two. They killed him off at the end. Uh, that there was that one guy in season three, uh, and I forget his name. He was Russian, and remember he was like walking around the carnival. He was winning like the prizes and shit. Yeah. And he was kind of he was he became very likable, and they killed him off. It's it's like they just won't pull the trigger on killing off any of these original crew, and I, I think that's what is lacking with the show. Where like a show like Sopranos or Walking Dead or Game of Thrones, they have no problem killing off people and. You know, progressing the story, and that's the main. That's my main issue with this. This show is that I think they feel like these characters are so beloved. Meanwhile, like I could give two shits if uh, what's his name kicks the bucket. Uh, the the uh, I, I can't think of his name. The boyfriend of uh, Nancy. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't like. I don't like him. <laughs> <laughs> so like if he died, I'm like, ah, well, whatever. Um, I, I can't see them killing off the original four kids. Uh, even Max, I was like, I was like, if they 
if she dies at the end of this, I'd be like, okay, like at least like they killed someone that was been around for a couple seasons, and she survived. You know, Eleven bought her back, which is which is bullshit. <laughs> that brings me that brings me to problem three with the with the season. I hated that, and my wife was even more pissed. Mm-hmm. Like the girl literally was getting snapped in half. She was a cunt hair away from dying. Essentially, did die. Did yeah. die. And what's the name brings her back? So you know what? Why didn't Eleven such an asshole? And this is why I don't like Eleven either. Number four, if she could bring people back, why isn't she bringing everyone back? And I thought that too. The the one about I'm like, why didn't she bring Eddie back? But then I'm like, she didn't know Eddie. She has no idea Eddie existed. So that was the part with uh, okay. I kind of get why she didn't bring it. But what about Rudy? She was there when Rudy died. I, I believe I forget, but she was there. Like she could have brought him back at some point. Or maybe she just didn't know she could do it. I don't know. I thought that was a, 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 a whatchamacallit, uh, like, it's like they, they killed her off, and then at the last second, like, you know, like, why don't we just have Eleven bring her back? Yeah. <laughs> That's how I think it went. Like, let's just, yeah, fuck it. Like, you know, she's powerful. She could, why not do this? Like, it just kind of came out of nowhere. And, again, like, Max is, I don't want to say a... a a core member. The core members are the ones from season one all the way through. She's an add-on. Right. You know what? Let her go, and if, say, Steve or Nancy or any of the, anyone else, Dustin, they died, she could bring them back. Mm-hmm. Because now, I'm going to look at every person who dies from now on and go, why didn't she bring him back? Why didn't he bring her back? Like, exactly. It, it, they pull they themselves into a corner with this one. Exactly, and that's that's why I don't like Three and four kind of go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't like that. Again, though, the things that I did like, I'm not saying it was a complete bad season, but I liked the fact that Eddie was there. He has a, he has a place in it. And hopefully, and I mean, he dies, if you will, but you don't really know if he dies. And this is the other thing I'm thinking. In, in my honest opinion, and this is my, this is my conspiracy theory spoiler, everything that happens in the Upside Down isn't reality. So I think when, eventually, you know, we all know that Eleven's going to win. It, it just can't. They're, they're, I mean, it'd be great if they didn't. Like, they they really threw, like, a fucking terrible ending in where, like, Vecna takes over the world and it just, everything goes to shit. Mm-hmm. But I think when the Upside Down is defeated, everyone that died in the Upside Down is going to come back alive, almost like a alien abduction type thing. Yeah. Like it never happened kind of thing. Like it never happened. I yet. could, I... My prediction for this show is that at the end she sacrifices herself. Uh-huh. That's my prediction. And then, like, the epilogue is, like, she's still alive, but she's, like, she, like, she's away from everybody else to kind of, like, almost, like, you know, they're better off without me. So yeah. I'm going to leave everybody alone and just live in, you know, Wisconsin or whatever the fuck. So that's what I think. I think she's going to end up sacrificing herself to kind of close that whole upside down for good and... Well, one of the guys I work with, he uh, he observed something or read something. Um, he said that I guess with the clocks, and I'm, I'm hopefully I'm quoting him right. He'll probably tell me when I'm at work when he listens. But something with the clocks, they all went one way a certain time, but at one point it went the other way. Mm-hmm. Like it went like I guess maybe regular clockwise instead of counterclock, whatever it was. And I guess there was something in there where um, Nancy said something. Like I guess this is supposed to be taking place in like '86 ish. Yeah. Yeah, it's 86 right now, but they had, like, 
it was everything was happening in 83 yes yeah so I could see them like reverting back to time where like these past three years didn't happen mm. and there's gonna be like a time loop bringing them back to pre this going on and it could make sense because think how long these episodes like with Net- it's a Netflix show think how quick they're popping out Karate Kids or Cobra Kai's they're popping these things out like oh yeah fast <laughs> with these these are these are Soprano-esque off seasons I yeah. mean these are like long term things so I could see them maybe filming when the first few seasons were going on like doing double seasons when these kids were young recording like stuff that never happened yet and mm-hmm. it's gonna come back in the last season you know what I mean mm-hmm so they have they already have it filmed with the young kids when they're still young to bring it back up to this season. Yeah, kind of how they they I, I don't know if they did that with eleven now or that was like CGI or like you know young young. They de the that DH thing. They do that DH thing. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know if they could do that or if they're gonna you know they already pre-recorded it for the future. So. That, I could see that. Yeah, I could see that happening. Because it's just such long off seasons yeah. for such a popular show. Yeah. And the one thing I did like at the end is, the f- well, one, when I forget who said it, it might have been Max that she says like, "I still feel him inside of me." Mm-hmm. Like even though she def- she like defeated him in a way, she still. And then they go to uh, I forget his name, the guy who's now like gay. Um, Will. Yeah, Will, <laughs> how like he he felt the thing in the back of his neck, so like it never really leaves them. So I think Will, for as much as they kind of made him, if you will, a small character in the first season in regards to screen time, mm-hmm. he's very important. I think he's gonna be he's gonna be something that's gonna kind of I could see him sacrificing himself. Maybe if they go back to that time. What they should do is make him like the main bad guy. Mm-hmm. Like he like you know he he's pissed off because he's gay and he can't tell anybody about it and I, I think he has a I think he has a crush on the, on the nerd that you know the big nosed nerd whatever his name is yeah. Mike, Mike Mike yeah I so I could see like the the anger building like almost like a Darth Vader kind of storyline where like he's he's pissed off and like he gives into like that dark side and he becomes like you know he becomes bad yeah I wouldn't mind that yeah. That, that's kind of my take on it. But then, I, I don't know what your opinion are. The, these Doofer brothers, they must have been huge fucking nerds growing up. Oh, they were. I think it's been oh documented God, they, they were. These guys must have been, they must have been picked on every, because I could essentially see everything that these, that the core four did, that these kids were in high school. And now, like, this is their, like, revenge story, if you will. Yeah. Like, this is pretty much like a, their fantasy life, but how they really grew up. Mm-hmm. I mean, they had to have been to, to know. I mean, we all heard about Dungeons and Dragons as kids, but like it was never a game I could get into. Me neither. And like watching them play, I am so fucking confused about this. Like I try during I think like season two when they were like playing down in the basement, and maybe even season one. I was like looking it up. I wouldn't. I I would not know how to play any of these games. Yeah, it's it's role playing. Like it's like I just. Yeah, like you build up your character. It's it's all like math and shit. Like it, it's a lot. There's a reason why it was considered like a nerd game for a long, long times because you really kind of have to know your shit. Uh, uh, I, I I looked it up also, and I'm 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 like I, it kind of looks like fun because I like video games like that. Like you know, build like 
advancing your 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 player and stuff, but uh, it's it's fucking difficult. Like it's it's there's a big learning curve. Yeah, I I just don't know how it happens. And I I have a cousin who uh, he lives down in uh, the Carolinas, and he's on he's on social media. We don't really know each other. We just we know each other through the last name and family and everything. Mm-hmm. And I guess they do maybe that Magic the Gathering. Like, they have parties for it. And I'm like, how? Like, And he's older. He's, like, our age, if not maybe a little bit older. I'm like, I don't understand how these guys can play this. This Pokemon. Like, my daughter got in the Pokemon for... Well, she collects the cards. I think she collects the cards because they look pretty. You know, like, they got the holograms. Right. The, you know, the cute characters. But she doesn't, I know. I don't think, know how to play this at all. Yeah, the card The card games are tough from what I've heard. I, I just don't understand it. Yeah. I don't get it at all. And the other cousins, they're actually the same family. The uh, the three brothers. Yeah. I don't want to mention names just because. Mm-hmm. But they, they were very big into this in high school. We, we'd go over their house for, like, wrestling parties and stuff. Um, Monday Night Raws and things. And they would play this stuff. I just... I, I would be so lost. Yeah. I would be like a... Like a... If you will, for uh What is it? A noob? For, mm-hmm. uh, like... Call of Duty, I would be that in, in these role playing games because I just don't get it. Yeah, it's tough. It is tough. But uh, you know, to wrap it up, it, it was it was I liked it. You know, I, I, I who knows when season five will come? Out, probably in three years. <laughs> so, you know, hopefully yeah, the kids uh, are gonna be getting their AARP cards. I mean, really, yeah. So we'll see. Um, now let's let's move along because I'm I'm fucking sweating through my shirt out here. Uh, so I while, see you're glistening. Yeah, I'm I'm sweating like I'm about to pour this water over my head. That's how hot I am. Um, so since we last spoke, there's been a few deaths, uh, some big ones. Um, I guess I'll, I'll start it off. Uh, James Kahn passed away, uh, and I thought he was dead already. <laughs> oh really? Yeah, I, I you know it's not that I thought he was dead. I just I just like forgot he was alive. I guess you could say. But he's been acting like straight through. Yeah, he has been. He has been around. I think he was just in something not too long. Ago I watched him in. Uh, but he's, he he passed away. But he's like an actor. Granted, he in recent years he's gotten older. But really, he in the, he was in The Godfather, and he was like that age. And then like after The Godfather, it seemed like he got to the age he is now. Like he he rose for Scansy did. Mm-hmm. He did not change like. In the past thirty years, <laughs> no, he hasn't. He looks the same, and and what I find funny is, do you like this as an actor? Like, he he grew up a tough guy, Clint Eastwood, a tough guy, uh, Chuck Norris, a tough guy. But when they get into the, like their uh, their twilight years, do you like them playing the role of still being a tough guy? It's a little hard to believe. Especially yeah. like Clinton Eastwood, he has his pants up to his nipples. He's ninety, I think, eighty nine or ninety He's years up old there. or something. It's hard, it's hard to believe. Yeah, and I think that's why he directs his own movies now because I think he doesn't want to be perceived as a, as like a grandfather or, or as like an older character. So he directs these movies where he's like pretty tough, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, that, and he can get get away with it. But I'm with you. It's a little hard to believe. Yeah. So. But he, the one thing I did like about him, for always being that tough guy, he had the one role, and I'll hand it to him, 
like you look at De Niro now. De Niro's made a bunch of movies that are like, if you will, I call them kid friendly. Mm-hmm. You know, like Meet the Fockers. He was in uh, like the, that bad grandpa movie, like where he has like a softer side. Yeah. But James Caan never really, he, for being someone who always played a tough guy, one role I think he's been in where he's not played that tough guy, and that was Elf. Yeah, but he was a, he was a hard father figure. Yes. <laughs> so he kind of yes. it was like a little loophole. He was, but it was like a kids movie, but he was still gruff in it. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, at least if you're gonna do it, he stayed true to it. And I mean, whether I just don't like that playing that that role. Mm-hmm. But I mean, for for a tough guy, I mean, he definitely played it. I mean, he. He's one of those guys that I think as an actor, you could believe him being a tough guy in real life. Yeah. You know, so I was always, uh, I always liked him as, a, as an actor. He, yeah, me too. He was good to that. Uh, Larry um, Storch, who passed away at the uh, young age of 99. Uh, yeah, Larry Storch he, was, I think he was close to 100, right? He was uh, like a, he, was, he wasn't too far off. He was less than a year. Uh-huh. Um, but if you don't know Larry Storch, he was from F Troop. Uh and uh, he was like the comedic He wasn't uh, from Married with Children? <laughs> well, he was from that too, but he was more known from Ref Troop. I, it, it's funny because I never watched F Troop, but I, I, knew a lot being about his, I knew a lot about his character because of Married with Children. Mm-hmm. It's I like when they when they do that. Like, they, And Married with Children was good about that. They did that with um, The Beaver. They did that. Like mm-hmm. they took these old time guys who kind of fell off the face of the earth, and then gave them almost like a second life. Yeah. Based off of just one role. Yeah. Um, I just remember F two always being on Nick at Night when I was growing up. Yes. Like it was always on, always on. <laughs> so that's how, and I would watch it once because my 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 I think my dad was he liked F Troop, so I would uh, I would watch it with him sometimes. I, I couldn't really get into because I was young and I thought it was kind of boring. But uh, I never. What was it about? Were they in Korea? Or oh, that was Mash. Mash was Korea, Mash. right? Yeah. It, it was kind of like a, a like a comedic take on Mash, I think, if I remember correctly. I th- except oh, I'm not. Don't take my word for that. I'm. I again, I didn't really watch it. I just remember kind of being on. So, but that's how I sort of remember it. Like it was like the, it was like the airplane to airport, okay. you know, like something like that. Yeah, I always just remember from the Larry School of uh, of acting. <laughs> yeah, that's all that too. Uh, and uh, finally, a, a surprising one because I didn't I didn't know he was this I didn't know he was that ill. But uh, Tony Sirico, who uh, famously played Paulie Walnuts in Sopranos, um, and I remember when. They had the movie came out, like the, the you know the cast was doing a lot of like media rounds. And I remember seeing him and thinking like, wow, he like he everyone else kind of like they aged like they everyone aged, but they looked they looked somewhat okay. But I remember looking at him like, wow, he looks old. Well, that's the thing though, he was old. He was, I but he looked he, older <laughs> when I saw yeah. him last. Well, I mean, uh, Uncle Junior, I think was a little bit older, but Uncle Junior always looked old. Yeah. Paulie Walnuts was old, or Tony Sirico was old playing Paulie Walnuts, who was essentially not that much older than Tony. Mm-hmm. Him and, uh, him and uh, what's his name, were essentially around the same age. Yeah, Silvio. 
Tobio. Yeah. And but he was just an older actor, and I guess he really started late in life. He was he was actually I guess like a bad kid growing up, a bad guy growing up. Like yeah. he, he was arrested, he was in prison. He kind of didn't really I think have to act too much. He kind of lived that he that tough guy outwash you know in real life yeah he uh, I, I guess he was in when he was in prison this uh this acting group of prisoners came i guess they were like touring prisons or something and they came to his prison and he sort of kind of got the itch and he and these guys kind of told him like listen when you get out of here this is what you do blah blah, blah. and he kind of took acting lessons and uh you know you hear the the uh the expression they were born to play this role and i mean he played i mean I would go as far as say he was probably next to Tony. He was probably the most likable character on that show. You know, I would almost say he was probably more likable because there were certain things Tony did that people didn't like. Well, yeah, of course, but I mean, he was the show. But I mean, if you had to pick a second, it's 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 Paulie Walnuts. <laughs> Every, yeah. Everyone loved Paulie Walnuts. Oh yeah, absolutely. And the one thing about him was like for his bad of a well not character but person he was and character in that I guess him and Gandolfini were like really big in the support and the troops Mm -hmm. like they did a lot of USO tours and stuff like that like he was for as much as we bitched in the beginning of the show about how fucked up the system is he's like kind of the oddity of it like he he was in the system he got out and he made good for the rest of his life and kind of gave I hate I hate this fucking word with every bone in my body but he really did kind of like pay it forward yeah yeah he, gave, know, he so, gave back you could say so I, I give him a lot of credit for that especially you know he could have just for as big of a if you will in his younger days and I'm not speaking ill of the dead but being a scumbag being mm-hmm. you know being a criminal he kind of changed his life around and uh, he went good yeah yeah he did um, yeah, so I guess, I guess that's it for the cemetery. Uh, he didn't really do anything, I don't know if he really played any other roles besides that. I never really looked it up, but, like, he was pretty much known for Paulie Walnuts, and I guess he kind of lived off that for the rest of his life. I mean, would you really need anything else? No, I mean, it's, yeah. That's how he saw no. him, and that's how he, he's like, I'm gonna just ride this out to the end. But that's what's weird. Like, if there's a show on, like, ABC, Fox, any of that, it goes to syndication. It right. goes on the, like a Nick at Night thing and TBS and USA, and they'll play these these shows over. It's weird with like the HBO shows; they don't really they, they hold those things very tight. So I wonder how much he really made it. I mean, obviously it was on enough seasons that it could went in the syndication, but would it be considered syndication if it's owned by HBO and they're just replaying their own product? Thing is, though, is that where would it go? You know, oh yeah, a show like that you couldn't put on. You really couldn't put it anywhere. TV. I mean, it would be butchered. Mm-hmm. Like say even even like FX, like you had to take out a lot of shit. And uh, yeah, so that I mean, I don't know. If, I'm sure he made a lot of money off merchandising because that show is a, a merchandising uh, juggernaut. So maybe he got a lot of it from there. Who knows? Yeah, it doesn't seem like he got a lot of like, if you will, royalties after mm-hmm. the fact, but. I mean, I'm sure they probably paid, and maybe that's maybe that's the the trade-off. Like you're on a HBO show or a Cinemax show or Showtime show, you're just getting paid a boatload up in front. Yeah. So. Uh. 
so let's uh, let's end the show with this this uh, tale of uh, well, <laughs> uh, a 26 year old woman who lived. This is from the CafeMom.com. Uh, on uh, a 26 year old woman who lives in Tenerife in the Canary Islands was out partying with some friends. Uh, and over the next few days, she started feeling pretty sick and had some pain in her abdominal region. Uh, and it turned out to be a baby turtle. <laughs> I've, got so vagina. Many <laughs> I've got so many questions. It doesn't really say the turtle had serious infections and I guess kind of passed it on or caused serious infections. Um, she doesn't remember how it happened. She was out partying and has no recollection how the turtle got there. My thing is that she got wasted. She probably got slipped a Mickey and uh, someone had some fun. Like, that's what I'm wondering. Was it that or, like, I, I mean, the, we had baby turtle. You saw when when I we had those little turtles, right? I believe so, yeah. I mean, they're small, but they're not that small. Right. Like, how how did this happen? They're, they're, that is like my main question. How did it happen? No, and she how did know. you not know? <laughs> how did you like not like? How did you not feel it? Was it dead? It doesn't say if it was dead or alive. I'm assuming it's it had dead. To, it had, it to, had dead. to have died in there. It probably suffocated. Oh yeah, I guess so. I mean, I guess you wouldn't. You know, it is a an amphibious creature. So I mean, if it smelled like fish, you maybe wouldn't have noticed. Maybe. But again, how, how, why, like, it's still a hard shell. Yeah. And it's got arms with little claws on it. Like, how did you not feel it in there? And how, or, how loose was this woman that it could crawl up there with no resistance? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it, it, like, when I hear stories like this, I, I, it, it just, like, when people, like, have uh, spiders in their ear or, you know, like, I don't know. Like, a fly flies on my face and I'm, like, fucking swatting the shit out of it. Right. How do you not feel things entering crevices of your body and then living? She must had a lot of other shit up there. <laughs> I mean, and, and I'm assuming she must have been, how, how long was it up there? A few days? I think so, yeah. I think that's what it said. Like... says she refused to, uh, to make a statement and did not want them investigating. So I think she does know how it went up there. <laughs> She's probably too so drunk and uh, I think she just probably forgot. That's how I uh, that's that's what I think. Um, but Jesus yeah, like, Christ. Was this like a bar bet? Like oh I could do this and then it got Maybe. up there and she's like oh boy I can't get it out. Yeah, probably her and her girlfriends were seeing, oh, let's see what we can put up there. Who's the craziest out of all of us? Yeah. And uh, this woman won. <laughs> and you would think, like, from the island that she was on, wouldn't you try a bird? Well, yeah. I mean, I guess maybe because, you know, the bird would fucking be a little difficult to get up there. The turtle was just like, oh, because it was a little turtle. It was like, you know, 
yay big. So I think that's... Yeah, uh, they're, they're, just the shell, the shell and the claws itself. And think about it, when it's up there, like, we had, we, again, we had these little turtles. If you put, like, like we would take, like, a, like a stick and, you know, they, like, just, you know, we'd play with them. Like, you know, we'd, we'd have them bite it. You know, they, like, they snap at it. Yeah. I.e. a snapping turtle. They snap at what's there. Wouldn't this thing be fucking gnawing in there? Like, I mean, Maybe. It's just, it's just, they're, they're, there's so many questions. And she's 26. Had, yeah. She probably just had an itch I mean, and she's like, why can't I get this itch? <laughs> you know? Like, and I'm wondering how ugly she was. Because think about it. You're 26. You're in a, a, a remote, or I don't want to say a remote island, but you're on in a tropical island. Mm-hmm. You, she should probably be living a good life. Like, did she maybe have a guy try? Maybe a guy, like, fucking kept slamming it up farther and farther. I mean, who knows? <laughs> you know, and he's sitting there going, what the fuck is up there? Like, it, you know, it, it, it's biting the tip of his fucking penis. It, like, it's just, it, it just seems like a complete mess. Yeah. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, so she's, uh, she's okay from what I'm reading. Um, that they, it doesn't really give that too much information. It just, pretty much, she didn't want to make a statement in the end. So we hope, we, well, hope, I mean, we hope the turtle's okay. Yeah. I, 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 doubt, I doubt it, though. <laughs> no, no, I'm sure the turtle's dead. Yeah. Oh, no, it is, um, I... I read a little further. It is dead. It was a Chinese three-keeled pond turtle. Uh, Excuse me. And now we found out where COVID came from. That's right. This is this is why we get these fucking crazy diseases that fucking wipes out half the country. Yeah. Um. All right. So uh, I I I hate the I hate the end. I know you had a question for me. Do you want to ask your question? <laughs> it kind of flows into this. It okay. kind of flows into this. Uh. My wife is on on Facebook. They have, you know, all these little groups and things. And Correct. she's on a group for the, the local county. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they, they ask questions like, oh, my daughter has this rash or where can I find a good babysitter? Or, you know, like it's, it's just a, it's a general question type of group. Mm-hmm. So the other day, maybe about a week, week and a half ago, she starts laughing uncontrollably. And she's she looks at me and. She says what this and this woman posts this, obviously anonymous, but I guess she was at home and her husband was away on a trip and he came home to find her masturbating the porn online and he got <laughs> mad at her. Okay. Like he was like pissed. Like one, I wouldn't put that out there because God forbid someone ever found out who you were. Now I mean, they know really? that you're, you're, you know, you're double clicking your mouse, like for everyone to know and you're watching porn doing it. Two, what porn was she watching? That's what I want to know. And then three, <clears throat> and this is my question to you: If this, if you were the gentleman in this situation, would you be mad at your wife? No. You wouldn't. No, okay. I don't give a shit. No. I mean, no, I, I definitely wouldn't. I'd be like, "What the hell are you doing?" <laughs> I mean, I mean. I wouldn't care. I wouldn't give a shit. Who would get? Who gets mad at that? Oh no, I wouldn't get mad either. I, That's well, what I'm saying though. Like, me, who gets mad at that? Let me rephrase that though. If I wasn't getting any, and she's doing that, and I'm not getting any, it's like, well, what's wrong with me being inadequate? I guess. And two, when I got home, she better be ready to go because you, you've you've had now the entire weekend of you know <laughs> being ready down there. Now it's time to go. 
I don't know. So that, I mean, that would be that would be my two caveats on that. Yeah, I, I don't. I guess I, I. I don't. I. But yeah, I don't. I don't. I wouldn't get mad at that. I, I'd be. I'd, I'd probably laugh. <laughs> That's what I would do. I'd be like. I, I'd be like. Yeah, go get them. Like, yeah, I mean, I, who cares? Anyone gets who anyone gets mad at something like that is, is just is fucking insecure and just stupid. Yeah, you know that's just stupid shit. I mean, maybe if it was uh, if she was watching like weird porn. Yeah, I if it was like maybe. weird shit, I'd be like, that's uh, what the fuck's going on here. But like, if it was just yeah. regular like regular straight up shit, like who cares? It, I mean, if it was if it was if she was watching lesbian porn, doing, I'd be like, hey, let's you know, let's talk about this. Menage a trois. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. No, yeah, I, I, but, I wouldn't get mad though. That's that's dumb. That's really stupid. Yeah, I, I, again, the only thing I would get mad at is if she was doing this and not giving me any as well. Right. I guess that would be, you know. Oh, maybe that. Maybe, oh, maybe that's why he's mad then. Yeah. That maybe so. that's why he's mad. All right. That, that was that was my my question for the week. Too, I like I like I like these new things. I, I I see stuff. I think of things. I throw it at you. Uh, it's like a little segment every week. Tom's questions for Joe. Oh, all right. Let me uh, let's 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 wrap this up because I'm dying out here. Uh, you can follow us on uh, Twitter, Bullring PC, Instagram, Bullring PC, Facebook under Joe Tom or Bulls in the Ring. Uh, you can find us on Podbean, Podcoin, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Music. Hit the hit the subscribe button and rate and review us so other people can find us. Uh, anything like to add before we go? Don't stick things up your vagina. Please, or your ass. Other than penises. <laughs> or if you have an un- or a, uh, I guess a jealous husband, no fingers up there either, I guess. Yeah. Uh, all right, well, uh, for next time, I am Joe. And I'm Tom. And we'll see you next time right here on Bulls in the Ring. Reporter was hot on the trail, determined to put these crooks in jail. She spied the bad guys and saw what happened, but before she knew it, she fell in a trap and got caught. Yeah, she was all alone, with no friends and no phone. Now this was beyond her worst dreams, cause she was cornered by some wayward teens. Headed by Shredder, they were anything but good. Misguided on love, they called them the foot. They could terrorize and be angry youth, and they'd mug the people who needed proof. Then from out of the dark came an awesome sound. Shout a cowabunga as they hit the ground. From the field of weeds, the heroes rescued the flower, cause they possessed turtle power.